We are back on the Tony D Podcast. Happy March to you. It has so far came in like a lion. We'll see if it goes out like a lamb. We have a lot to talk about. IndyCar launched literally the 2023 season down in St. Petersburg, Florida over the weekend. I was down there. We're going to discuss that. I've got a Pacers question for you that I would love to debate and get your take and opinion on. We're going to talk about the NFL Combine that was in Indianapolis and what the Colts should do with that number four overall pick coming up in the NFL draft. And of course, it's March and we can't do a podcast without talking about my second favorite thing outside of the Indianapolis 500, and that is the NCAA tournament. I am jacked for it per usual. We're going to discuss how you can be involved and some things to look for in the month of March. The Tony D Podcast is powered by Flooring is Forever, 317-755-1246. Harley has you covered. Let him transform your home or business, carpet, flooring, whatever you need. He does a great job. Over 20 years of experience here locally in Indianapolis. You can check out their five-star reviews online, flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. IndyCar, St. Pete, what a wild race it was. One of the craziest accidents you'll ever see there in lap one. That that three-four section of the track, turns three and turns four. Look, I went over there. It was a little bit too narrow. They could take out some tires. They can expand the walls. Hopefully they do that for the return in 2024. But uh, Benjamin Peterson slams into Devlin DeFrancesco. Major accident. Devlin flies through the air like it's a scene from that movie Driven back in the early 2000s. Luckily, everybody was okay. Uh, Jack Harvey ended up going to the hospital, but was then released. Uh, Marcus Erickson wins it. Mr. Consistent, Mr. Chaos. This guy thrives in chaos. Four career IndyCar wins. All four coming in a race that saw red flags. And if you remember in Nashville and his second career win, when he flipped through the air. Well, it flipped through the air, but he flew through the air at Nashville. Changed the wings on that bad boy. Didn't have any undertrade damage and was off and running to win that race. Uh, talked to Marcus afterwards. He was a 9-1 to winner. Uh, I posted that on the Burnout Bets show that we did on Sunday morning with Mike. Hey, shout out to Mike. Um, at Indy underscore bets. One of the best handicappers from IndyCar. That's why we work together. Picked me up from the airport. Let me stay with his parents right off the beach in Indian Shores. Uh, we had a blast over the weekend at St. Pete's. So certainly owe a lot to Mike and owe... Um, him whenever he comes to Indianapolis. We'll make sure that he gets sorted out. But uh, had a great time in St. Pete over the weekend. Uh, it's a beautiful town. The red tide was a little difficult to deal with uh, on, on the ocean when we, were, when we were down there. But nonetheless, great weekend. Marcus Erickson wins. Indy Lights had uh, Frost gets his first career win. Jacob Abel, my guy Christian Rasmussen, were battling late. Um, hella entertaining. The Mazda MX-5 Cup race was great. There was just It's a beautiful weekend. If you've never been to St. Pete, you got to do it. The track is right off the ocean. The sight lines are beautiful, uh, but those crashes were scary. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Uh, got to leave the track Saturday, walk a block away for a pub sub. Uh, so if you've had a pub sub from Publix, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and that's certainly worth any kind of walk. Um, but in, we went to Indian Shores where we were staying and went to Mahafa's which is this crazy like shit dive bar that was so much fun. We had a blast. We met we we met some people that lived in Indianapolis, lived in Cincinnati, Michigan, 
Uh, had a great time with them, made some awesome friends. And if you haven't been to this bar, it is a, a sight to see. And they like preference themselves by letting you know how crappy like your service is going to be. Your beers might be warm. I posted a picture on my Twitter at Tony D Indy uh, of the sign, basically saying, "Yeah, we know that this place sucks, but that's that's the charm of it." And Mike and I had a blast in there. Uh, we saw a lot. We saw a lot of things. We saw a lot of things. Made a lot of new friends, and uh, certainly excited for that. Hey, if you haven't downloaded the Fans Place app, please check it out. Uh, I'm doing a lot of marketing work for them. It is a locally based prediction app on all kinds of sports, free to the user. Um, we had an IndyCar game over the weekend. Uh, my buddy Derek won that one, picked up himself a $50 cash prize. And uh, the shop in Broderbull, shout out to the shop in Broderbull and Carmel with their awesome new line of Indianapolis 500 hats and t-shirts. Be sure to check them out at theshopindy.com. They put up a t-shirt uh, for a random retweeter, so at Tony Indy at the the underscore fans underscore place as well for more on that. So those uh, contests, obviously, um, powered by Burnout Sports, the IndyCar website that I do. Um, so super cool. If you haven't downloaded that app, please be sure to do so. Uh, you can get the link anywhere. And then if you pass that your link al- al- along to any of your friends or family and they play, we'll put $5 additionally into your kitty, I guess, into your bank account on the site, and you can cash that out to to Venmo or Apple Pay or PayPal. So super cool to do that. But yeah, love the IndyCar race. What a great time. I actually flew down on a buddy pass. So shout out to my buddy Derek. Uh, got a buddy pass. You know the anxiety if you've done this before. If you haven't done it before, you show up and you basically say, hey, I've got a free flight from somebody who either gifted it or works uh, for the airline. So it was Southwest. So I show up at the airport and I don't get on the flight to Tampa. But they send me to Atlanta just to get me closer. They're going to send me to Houston. And I was like, I don't just see how that's very productive. I'd rather just, if I'm going to get stuck somewhere, I'd rather be stuck in Indy than Houston. Get to Atlanta. Try to get on the next flight to Tampa. Oh, that one's full. Sorry, I can't get you on. I said, all right. And she goes, but we can get you on a flight to Sarasota. And I don't really know where Florida is. And I, I guess I kind of forget. I mean, I know where Florida is. I don't know where certain cities are. You hear all these, you know, all these cities that people go to. Oh, I go to... Sarasota or Naples or Palm Beach or um, Panama City or Orlando, you know, there's all the, and you don't realize like, yeah, but that's still like five, six hours away from different spots. So I was like, ah, uh, let me call Mike. Mike pulled an audible, got into Sarasota, got to the racetrack on Friday, um, got to see a lot of drivers, uh, talked to Marcus again, Erickson after the race. That was super cool. Um, got in to talk to a few other drivers as well. Talked to Doug Bowles. Uh, bad news, Caesars will not be returning to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. They had a suite there, if you remember, in Pagoda Plaza last year. So that stinks. Um, but hopefully IndyCar is on the verge of gaining a betting or sportsbook partner. Hey, if they want to partner with the Fans Place app, where we don't ask for any kind of money from the user, hey, we're all on board for that. Um, the app is, is created by Techstars, which... You know, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway has some investment into. So, uh, great time at St. Pete. Got to hang out with Austin, my buddy down there. Again, he owns Tappers in Fountain Square. So, if you're looking for a nice date night place or a place to spend a few hours, check out Tappers in Fountain Square. That is always a great place. Great, great beer selection. Austin and I had a great time um, on Friday night as well. We went and saw Jake Dodds play at a place called Down on the Farm or On the Farm. Jake always puts on a great show. He was there, obviously, big-time IndyCar weekend. 
and we had a great time uh, checking him out. And just in Tampa, Tampa's awesome. St. Pete is a great area as well. All right, let's go to college hoops as the Big Ten tournament gets underway this weekend. You know, Purdue, I don't know if it's dragging their feet. I don't know exactly what you want to call it. Look, when you're the number one team in the country and you're the Big Ten champions, you're going to get everybody's best effort, right? Obviously, they lost um, on the road a few weeks ago to Northwestern. IU went in two weeks ago and crushed them in Purdue. So um, maybe you're getting the losses out of the way, and then you're going to sit here and you're going to say, well, you know, this is kind of what Purdue does sometimes. You know, do they get into March, get to the Sweet 16, Elite Eight? They haven't been able to get over that hump to get to the Final Four. Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure I'm ready to, to predict that they are going to go to the Final Four again. It, it all, it's all about matchups. It's all about who's hot. It's all about figuring out, you know, who you're playing, what seed line you're going to be on, and we'll find that all out on Sunday. So I'll break down my tournament, my tournament bracket for you coming up next Monday on the Tony D Podcast. Can't wait for that. IU, I mean, just stay hot. They've got good – if they can shoot well and Trace Jackson Davis um, plays to his consistent level, that's a team that I think is certainly set up to be in the Sweet 16 – um, some maybe upset teams. Everybody always asks me for upset teams. Louisiana, out of the Sun Belt, is a team that has athletic guards, can shoot the three. Um, if they can rebound a little bit better than what they did in the in the in the uh, Sun Belt Conference tournament, that that's a team I would look at. Um, you know, out of the Missouri Valley, Drake. I mean, look, Indiana State. How heartbreaking was that on Saturday to lose at the Horn in the semifinal of the MVC? tournament uh, but Drake is a really good team Marquette who's been in the top 12 most of the season that's a team that I think has a chance to make it to the final four I love Houston as you guys know I love Kansas Kansas is battle tested Grady Dick is a freshman with the composure of a, an NBA three-point shooter Houston really just hasn't been tested so that that scares me a little bit um, Kent State out of the Mac if they can roll through the MAC tournament and punch their ticket, I think that's a team to watch out for. They they are a matchup nightmare for a lot of these ACC, SEC type of teams. Um, and one other team that you may not think of that you're like, eh, they got to get in first. But if Vanderbilt can roll through the SEC tournament and win two games and get in, that's a team um, that could be scary. UCLA, I'm not sure on. Arizona, I've watched a few times and very inconsistent. So we'll see. Uh, there's a lot to be determined here over the next week before the brackets do come out for the NCAA tournament. All right, Pacer fans, question for you. Is Tyrese Halliburton the most, the most clutch player already in his time with the Pacers? Barely, what, a, a full season and a half maybe under his belt as an Indiana Pacer? Is he the most clutch player we've seen since Reggie Miller? We saw the three the other night against the Bulls. 40-point performance against Philadelphia, 15 assists. He's setting records, NBA, or Pacer records. Uh, I, I think he is. I mean, I know Paul George hit some major shots, but we all just have this hatred of Victor Oladipo and Paul George based on the fact that they wanted out of Indianapolis. They wanted out of the Pacer organization for whatever reason. Um, I think Tyler Halliburton is. I think he is the most clutch player that we have seen 
You know, Danny Granger made some big shots in the 2000s Jets, but this guy is the facilitator. He's the creator. And if he can't find somebody open, he's going to do it himself. And when you've got Buddy Heal next to you and Miles Turner, who's for the most part having a really good season, um, and, and, and Benedict Matherin coming off the bench, I mean, screw rookie of the year. Can this guy be the sixth man of the year? I mean, as a rookie, that would be almost unprecedented. But why not, right? Like, why not? So exciting times to come for the Pacers. You know, the NBA All-Star game is going to be here next year. Can't wait for that. All-Star Saturday night is, like, top two, I think, on my bucket list. Probably right under the Kentucky Derby, if we're being honest, on, like, major things that I would love to attend that I haven't before. So looking forward to it. Uh, NFL Combine was in town. You know, it's all about the debate. I love Anthony Richardson from Florida. I think C.J. Stroud needs to be the pick. He's a guy, you know. You pick apart these these guys get picked apart at the combine or whatever, and do this whole draft process. But when you look at C.J. Stroud, like the one thing that people are saying that you know is is their biggest concern is well, he won't have as good of wide receivers with the Colts as he did at Ohio State. Who cares? I mean, the Colts have capable wide receivers. I'm not saying their wide receiving core is the best in the AFC because it's not even the best in the AFC South. But you know, if he can develop something with um, you know, the tight end cores, like a safety blanket, get Pierce involved, you know, get Michael Pittman open on the deep ball. I mean, look, this guy can scramble. He can he can work the pocket. I think CJ Stroud's the pick. I do love Anthony Richardson. I don't I don't know if he's a ready now type quarterback. I think if you make either of those moves, maybe you do go out and get a Jacoby Brissett as your backup. You bring him over from Cleveland, say, hey, you're gonna be the backup. This is just, you know, what what we want to do. And if if Jacoby's in for that, then he's in for that. Um you know, Shane Steichen is a coach that I think is going to open things up on the offensive side. He's going to be aggressive. He is going to, you know, take some risks, go deep. Uh, you know, I know people used to get on Frank Reich so much for, you know, Riverboat Reich always rolling the dice. And I think Steichen still will. I don't think he's going to do it as much as what Frank Reich did. But um, I did like what I heard out of the new Colts head coach. As you know, I'm not a big Ballard fan. And every time I, I hear Ballard talk, I'm just like, Ugh. okay, dude, yep, okay, you wanted to fire yourself. And, you know, the the both sides of the football, the offensive-defensive line is where we win football games. It's like, yeah, you know, it's just kind of stale. The voice has kind of gone stale for me, if you want me to be honest, when it comes to the Colts situation. So we shall see. Um, all right, I got a quick trivia question for you, brought to you by Handbones Trivia here in Indianapolis. Um, I do some hosting for them on the side a lot of fun so check out Hambones on instagram or twitter for their schedule um what question and I, am i gonna go with, i'm gonna go with this one what is the only u.s capital capital city what is the only city in the united states that is a state capital that does not have a mcdonald's inside of its city limits Inside of its city limits does not have a McDonald's. It is the only one in the United States. Again, big thanks to Flooring is Forever, the fans' place. Um, if you if you noticed, and these people that I mentioned, they're all friends of mine. I love to support local. I love to support my friends when and where I can. Um, and a lot of that is just a few mentions, you know, whether it's Twitter or this podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening, liking, and subscribing to this podcast. Uh, we're going to launch a new Fans Place podcast talking about some of these prediction games that we do. We had a huge IndyCar game. We'll have awesome NCAA tournament games 
coming up in the month of March, brought to you by Bud Light. Uh, we just got that deal done. Looking forward to that. Um, and I cannot thank you enough, first and foremost, more than anything, for supporting me, uh, supporting this podcast, and all of my adventures. All right, I'm not going to leave you without giving you the answer to the trivia question brought to you by Hambones. It is Montpelier, Vermont. Montpelier, Vermont. That's one that I actually found out on my own. Um, but we'll go through some of the sets that I get from Hambones in the past and give you some awesome uh, trivia questions here throughout the Tony D podcast. We'll certainly have one next Monday when those tournament brackets are announced. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week.